The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Hi, this is Ron Kinchurf with Muddy River News. We are joined by Carla Green with Activate You. And can you go into a little bit what Activate You is? And this sure. is the God at Work podcast, first it of all. Is, it is the God at Work podcast. And actually, um, Activate You is just kind of the overarching um, business name. But we are switching it up, and we have changed our um, our website to godatwork.live or .live, um, same thing, and it's Carla at uh, godatwork.live to get a hold of me. But it's a resource for um, people who are in business and um, how to make um, God as their ministry or God as their focus and just want to do um, God according to Christian pr principles. Mm -hmm. And Carla's with a C. Yes, that's Carla correct. at God at Work, and at is the at with the circle around it it's not at right well it is in the website it is got at work AT, spelled out mm -hmm, okay. because otherwise it wouldn't work <clears throat> okay so today we want to talk about women in the workplace a little bit and years and years of just um inequality with women in the workplace but does that apply to um women bringing god into the workplace for themselves and people that they work with on a daily basis um, I don't think it. <clears throat> I don't think it does. I think first place, it's a mindset that we have to kind of shift because I think historically in the church, depending on what denomination that you go to, there might be some issues with women in leadership um, within ministry, and so sometimes it feels like it's a less than type thing to take it into the marketplace. And then we've. Um, I mean, there's all th sorts of things around women in work, but um, I don't necessarily think that the Bible. Um, says that there shouldn't be women in leaders in leadership i think as christians we're called to lead period and you know in galatians 328 it says that there will be neither male nor female among you and i think some of the things that it talks about in scripture in first timothy um so to speak about women not leading it's more cultural for um, relevance there and not necessarily where we're at today. There's lots of pe women um, in the Bible that were leaders. And so I think, and then the Bible's around the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And so there's, it's kind of a wide open topic and I'm not sure exactly where we want to concentrate it on, or if you have questions, maybe that'll help lead. Well, you're a woman in the workplace, obviously. You have a leadership <laughs> position. Um, have you faced adversity as a female in your in the workplace versus if you were a male in that same position and then if you have i'm assuming you have um how do you incorporate your beliefs into dealing with that situation sure so well in my previous work experience i was an agent for a large insurance agency mm -hmm. which was a very much a male oriented you know, good boys club kind of thing. And, and so you do feel on the outside, but, um, again, that's the, you know, just because the organization is set up as more male centric doesn't mean as a Christian, um, that I don't have a place in leadership. And so, um, I think it's, um, you know, you can say that it's not fair. You can say, I mean, there's always some sort of injustice wherever we go, but I know that who I am, and what Jesus says I need to do, that's what defines me. And so um, <clears throat> so I think it's a matter of, you know, just getting your, um, if you're wanting the world to say you're a leader and you're just as good as a man or you're just as good as whatever, that's, that's not ever going to, nobody's ever going to validate you all the time mm -hmm. in the position that you have. And so that's kind of um, 
fruitless to go after that all the but, time. But if you're in that spot where you mentioned, as an example, you're in the workplace and there's people getting promoted ahead of you, sure. things along those lines. Um, is that just a situation where, oh, I'll just, I have to forgive the person who made that decision, that type of thing, turn right. the other cheek? But that's got to be really... It is really hard um, because there are, I mean, I've been passed over jobs many a times mm -hmm. because I am a woman or um, for other reasons um, that it's, but it's, but it doesn't mean that, um, you know, it is something that you need to forgive. And it's also a, a position where I go back to, to God and say, God, what are you doing in this position? Where, why do you need me here? Because I know that I know that I have favor in God's eyes and that he can elevate me way above even my qualifications if mm -hmm. he wants to and it and so it's what do i need to learn and what do i need to be have humility about in this position and um and it's always about you know forgiveness and, and you know like if somebody's doing something to you it's can you yeah, forgive the, and move forward but there's a there's a i think there's got to be a fine line between forgiving but also, I need to make money <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's absolutely. equal to what that guy's making because I got family and things along those lines, right. especially if you're a single breadwinner. Right. I mean, did, when, so is it just a situation where you accept it or is it like, okay, I got to do something about it no. and maybe move to a different position, no, that I type think, of thing? I think it's, um, I think it's, you know, if you're always going to look to be offended, you'll be offended, right? But I think it's a point where, you know, you... You, t you take some time, you pray into it, and if, if there is a position that's, if it's just the doors are not opening and you'll never get anywhere with right. it, um, then, then you, you know, you ask, you know, where can I move forward? Where can I move out where women are honored or where, where I am just as, doesn't matter whether I'm a woman or a man or whatever, but what I bring to the table is honored. And so, yeah, you, sometimes you just have to, to move sideways and that's something we talked about last time is about your identity um not necessarily being reflective of who you are in a workplace but your spiritual identity is that a part of it too um it absolutely is because if um you know i i think if you realize that your provision and who you are comes from god instead of from man then i mean god wants to promote you god wants to promote you to what he has created you to be and so um but i but there's just this fine line between you know if i'm always going to be if i didn't get the job am i always going to be offended and think it's because i'm a woman or is there some validity validity to it and i need to move out of this organization and move to something else mm -hmm. or is it something that i can change i think you have to analyze those things is it just a situation and it's not chronic or is it something that you can change or you know um you know or, or what is it so i think you have to analyze it and, but i think if most of us in today's society we're all kind of spring-loaded in this offended position mm -hmm. <laughs> always wanting to take offense if something didn't go my way and and we also compare um, like what is my stage in life versus your stage in life based on my age, my, you know, my sexuality, whatever. And comparison is always death, you know, because somebody's always going to have more than I have. Somebody's always going to have less than I mm -hmm. have. And so we don't compare, you know, I think when you're already in the comparison mode, um, which I mean, we might be getting out of the, the issue of women, but, um, but I think it's, it's something that we have to go am i in the position that i'm at am i serving god am i serving my purpose um is there something more that i could be doing is there another position i think you have to keep your eyes open but comparison and jealousy and unforgiveness actually kind of close you down to even look for opportunities um you had mentioned 
and it might have been before we even started this, that there's examples in the Bible of female leadership, and I, and I kind of <laughs> smirked at you about that. So, um, <laughs> well, I, there is. I mean, there's. I mean, look at the old in the Old Testament. We can go there. I mean, Esther. The whole book of Esther is an amazing story of. Um, somebody who was in Esther was enslaved. She was a Jewish woman who was brought into a harem and picked as, you know, as the bride of the king. And not only did she become queen, but she also saved her people. Um, and she did it after someone was trying to attack her and kill her whole existence. And because she um, submitted to God's will, you know, asked God what he wanted, prayed over it, and was very, I mean, the story is amazing, and she was really pretty sneaky in how she worked it out as far as not sneaky bad, but sneaky in how God used her, and pretty soon she's running the kingdom, mm -hmm. and, um, and so that's amazing. There's New Testament examples, even the way Jesus handled women um, in the marketplace, like, um, like with Mary and Martha, you know, where Martha was the one always serving and Mary was learning at his feet. You know, um, sitting at a rabbi's feet is a teacher-student role, which would never have been accepted in his day and age for I mean, a man and a woman. A man so, and a yeah. woman, um, a rabbi teaching a woman. Right. And you know, there were women who financed his ministry, Joanna and Susanna. Like, I mean, they, they only get like a couple lines, but but they're there. Um, Priscilla and Aquila were husband and wife, and um, you'll notice if you break it down in scripture, they were tent makers. But whenever they're talking about tent making, the male name comes first. And whenever they're talking about leadership in the church, the woman name comes first. So the so it denotes that the woman was more of the leader in in that um, when you break it down as to how the language goes. Do you think that's not taught enough though? Oh, I don't think it's taught very. Much I don't at think all. I don't know if it's taught at all. No, so. it isn't, and it's something that I have had to wrap my brain around because of of what I have done in the church. You know, I wanted to make sure I was good even to be a leader because i was raised that women don't lead mm -hmm. and so i had to, to really go to scripture and study where is it that it's saying this and there's amazing leaders today that are women like joyce myers and beth moore and priscilla i think her last name is Shira, tony evans's daughter like they are amazing leaders there's a missionary and you know you can always be a missionary in africa as a woman nobody cares that you go over there and do that so you have to think about is it really cultural mm -hmm. um here in the western culture in our churches because if um people like heidi baker can go to mozambique and lead thousands of churches as a woman you know then what's different from africa than from the united states so as a as a woman and mm -hmm. a chaplain do you think it's and this is off topic uh, is it part of your responsibility to spread the word of the, the female as it's represented in the bible that may be understated due to man i guess like a better term i think it is and i i think i think i mean i've had to be very careful it's not about because at some point like you want to fight your position mm -hmm. like i want to teach men and it's like okay well do i really it doesn't really matter to me it's like i want to teach whoever's in front of me and if that means i'm teaching women fine if it means that i'm teaching people who are younger than me fine it doesn't matter it's whatever god has me doing and if i'm fighting for my right to do something then i've kind of lost sight of surrendering surrendering to god he will put me in the position that he needs me to be in he will raise my elevation of, of favor um in order to serve his purposes in that regard so someone listen to this a woman that's struggling in the workplace is there would the book of esther be a good place for her to start 
uh, to get some confidence about herself? And I would say so. I think the book of Esther and the book of Ruth um, both are amazing examples. And um, even in the ne next podcast, we're going to talk about excellence. And mm -hmm. um, the only um, excellence is used seven different times, and we'll get into that. But um, two of them are because of women, and the other five are because of God. And so I think it has to do with this example of the bride. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. But mm -hmm. um, but Ruth was one that was excellent, found mm -hmm. excellent um, by Boaz. All right. Carla Green, God at Work. This is the podcast, God at Work, and you can go to God at Work dot live l-i-v-e for more information about your putting what you're putting together um and then your email address is carla with a c mm -hmm. at god at work dot live right thanks for joining us thank you all right we'll talk about excellence on the next edition of god at work muddy river news our home our news